everybody, and welcome back to the Rogue Agronomist Podcast. Kyle from Stall Agronomy. And let's talk about why I'm old. Yes, I'm officially getting older, and the gray hair is starting to mount up a little bit. But I regress a little bit, and we'll talk a little bit more about why. Um, I guess I'm starting to feel a little older. I had a, uh, a customer, I guess there's a few stories, but <laughs> this year I had a customer tell me... Um, Oh, he was having some trouble with getting email on his phone. And I was like, well, I'll help you with that. That's fine. And younger guy. And by younger, I mean like two years younger than me. And he goes, oh, look at this. The old guy's helping the young guy with his phone. I'm like, dude, I'm 37. You're 35. He's like, you're 37. No way. You're 40. Yeah. No, I'm not. I had another kid. I posted this on Twitter. Uh, one of the better ones was we were... We were combining a plot, and I said, hey, you know, I got my CB. What uh, what channel are you guys on? And he goes, oh, we're on Channel 9. <laughs> I just started laughing. He goes, what's funny about Channel 9? I was like, check out the chicken Channel 9, dude. And he's like, no clue. So when I start making Office Space references, apparently that doesn't jive well with 19, 20-year-old kids. So it's not just that. Um, the other thing that's been different lately is, so I've worked at a couple different retailers and I have experience dealing with some of the, the retail salespeople that are younger than me. And the, the sad part is, more often than not, I've worked with their boss on the same level at, at one point in my career. Or um, potentially even worse, uh, we came up together and they've been promoted into management. And I decided to stay where I'm at and then start my own company. So it's kind of always a little different when you're talking to the retail salesperson about a client, whatever it is, and then they mention their boss, and you're like, yeah, I, I know your boss. And they're oh, really? Why? I'm like, because I'm as old as he is, dude. Um, the one thing that I guess in my career, it's it's funny that as I get older, I, I used to be a much younger person at, at one point, surprising enough. That when I first started coming into agronomy, uh, I had to learn pretty much everything. I, I got thrown into a position where I was the agronomy salesperson, and I had people two, three times, sometimes almost four times my age working underneath me or with me, and I had to give instructions to people that were three, two, three times my age, essentially, where to go, what to do, how to do it, <clears throat> and... The funny thing is, I really didn't have a problem in that uh, relationship. And I guess the key to being a younger guy and, and trying to help manage some of these older people, or people that are older than you are, is the fact that I was never unwilling to help or unwilling to do what they're doing. Um, case in point, uh, it was not foreign to me to hop in a sprayer when need be. Um, <clears throat> I have a class ACDL. I've had it for, I don't know, 13, 14 years. Um, about the first year I got working at the first company I was at. Um, so I drove truck. I drove tender trucks. I drove any truck that they threw at me. Um, first time I drove a sprayer was a five speed, uh, pickup sprayer. Hopped in and started driving manual transmission as soon as I got jumped in. And I mean, it just, Doing all those little odd jobs, doing the things that people didn't like, um, keeping those guys moving so that they could do their job and have a little less stress. And I was able to 
kind of prove that I was worth actually being there. Um, and I never really had too many people question what I was doing. And I guess in my career, I've never been the guy that shies away from doing the hard work. Um, you know, I, I had a boss that one of my customers used to call shiny shoes. And he said, I, I never even heard that before when, until I met this guy and I said, shiny shoes, what the heck do you call them shiny shoes for? He goes, Oh, well, call him shiny shoes because he's always got shiny shoes because he doesn't do anything that's hard work he actually just stands or sits in his truck and then he drives around and talks to you and tells you how to do stuff and then when he gets back into his truck he just drives to the next place and he said yeah that your boss is shiny shoes we never we never see him do any actual work he's just always just walking around or, or sitting in meetings and stuff and it's funny when customers pick up on that and when you're an employee and you hear customers telling you how your boss doesn't do anything and then you kind of see that your boss doesn't want to get dirty, then it kind of makes you wonder a little bit too. Um, so it, it's always kind of trying to balance that. It is, you know, your, your management, whatever it is, I, I've moved up in management and companies before um, and still was willing to do all the dirty work. Um, I was the guy that would still hang out in the shop with the guys and, still help them do things, work on stuff. You know, I could be heading out to go to see a customer and somebody's like, Hey, can you hold this, do this, do help me put this on, whatever it was. Wasn't afraid to get a little bit of dirt or grease, oil, whatever it is on me before I headed out to a customer. They don't really care. We work in agriculture. Guys go to the grocery store covered in dirt and grime and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, they might put some going to town clothes on, but it doesn't always happen. So, you know, if I'm there and I've had it where somebody's combine broke down um, and I actually had the tools in my truck to take this part off, um, you know, they, they had some tools, but their truck wasn't there and whatever. We took a, a hydraulic or hydraulic block off the side of a combine once, spilled hydraulic fluid over them, all over my sweatshirt I was wearing. And luckily I had an extra one, but the guy's like, well, I can't believe you did this. I'm like, dude, I'm not just going to stand here and watch as you work on things and, and struggle to get something off. If I can help, I'll help. Um, now let's, let's talk about as I've gotten older. Uh, the interesting thing too is when I used to be the young guy, uh, kind of working my th way through agronomy and retail, I've kind of now become the old guy and I'm the guy that, you know, I've been working in retail for long enough or working in agronomy for long enough that now I'm like, oh man, I got a 25 year old person or a 30 year old person even at that point trying to show me how to do my job. And great. Somebody who's younger than me and it's, it's a little bit different to kind of be in that position where now I have the younger people trying to be in management to work with. And, you know, Regardless, as I've gone into my own business, um, I don't have to deal with that that much. Um, I had that happen a couple times in retail where somebody was younger than me and, and technically ahead of me in management. So it, it's been different. Um, one of the different things I've noticed um, a lot in the last maybe five, six years is the, the shiny shoes syndrome kind of seems to be spreading a little bit. And, and by that, I mean... As I've gotten further and further into agriculture, we're, we're starting to hire outside of ag. And, and not necessarily completely outside of ag, but by that I mean we're hiring uh, some different majors that aren't necessarily related to agronomy. People that didn't grow up on a farm. Um, sometimes there's a lot of people that don't actually have an ag degree. And they're trying to <clears throat> explain to people how to do their job. 
and and motivate um, in quotes essentially how to or motivate them to to do more whatever it is and the the funny thing is as i've seen this kind of happen over the years and it, it's gotten more and more i mean when i first came into agronomy if you didn't grow up on a farm it was like a disqualifier you didn't even have a chance um most companies would almost truly pass on you i've had i don't know how many interviews when i was in college but most of my interviews that was one of the first questions they asked you did you grow up on a farm and i have no clue what it, the other questions would have been if you said no because i did <clears throat> luckily i guess for myself um and not that not being from farming or agriculture or having a different major should be a disqualifier it really shouldn't be uh, I guess the disqualifier for me is, are you willing to work with your people and, and get dirty to learn and understand how things work? That's the thing that I guess I have the struggle with, with some of these newer hires. And it's, it's not that they're terrible at their job, and I'm sure they're there for a reason. And a lot of these companies hire from internship programs. Um, they hire from, they try to kind of hire from within at some point at some point or somehow. Um, I remember I had a chemical rep once that was selling, uh, what the heck did he sell? Uh, he sold cancer drugs at one point. So he said he was happy to not be dealing with people that are near death essentially and, and trying to get them, trying to keep people alive essentially. Now he's working in agriculture, but he had no agricultural background. Terrible for this job. He, he was absolutely terrible and they eventually let him go and you know that stuff kind of happens but he was always actually willing to kind of understand and try to learn things but it, it's still a totally different scenario and the thing i have a struggle with is when you take someone who's never done a job and th this happens it seems to be at, at larger retail companies uh larger ag companies where we bring in somebody who has let's say they have a farm background, but they don't exactly have any agronomy uh, retail experience really outside of a corporate office. And then you put them into a sales position and not necessarily a sales position. Usually it's a sales lead or, or some kind of higher up position because that's what we do. Um, it's the same thing that happened to me when I interviewed for a large ag, um, ag company back in st louis in 2003 and we won't say the company but i'm sure you can figure it out they essentially wanted to take everybody who was applying for this job and move you to a totally air or total area where you had no clue who anybody was well luckily i landed in wisconsin where i had an aunt and uncle and that's about it but i i didn't want to do that but all these companies seem to want to just take people throw them into a situation that they're completely uncomfortable with and have no knowledge of and, and see how who kind of sinks or floats you know that's that's kind of the way it seems to go the, the the thing that i guess is the problem is when we have the shiny shoes thing right where we have people that are really young uh coming right out of school um basically coming from a corporate environment you throw them into a field management position and then they don't come out to see people or they they're unwilling to get their hands dirty and that's a struggle i mean especially when i worked in retail we had some shiny shoe syndromes going on in some places 
employee retention in those in those jobs underneath them was kind of bad and then eventually they got moved into a different position whatever it was but i always kind of tell people that if you're in management and i guess at least this is my management style is that as i'm higher up or i was moved further and further i was always still never unwilling to do the job of the people below or the people that i was in charge of and that included, you know, staying late at night, make sure our applicators got back and the lights were on. Um, I always had, you know, if somebody was working, essentially I tried to be there. And that's, it wasn't my job. It wasn't my requirement of my job to be there when people were working. You know, essentially as, as long as I got my quote unquote stuff done, I could go home. And the struggle I have too is, and this, this started actually in retail and this is a, another shiny shoes moment. Um, shiny shoes didn't want to work weekends, always seem to find an excuse to not work on weekends. The, the struggle in agriculture and those of you who are listening to this will understand this completely. A lot of business happens on weekends. Um, you know, and not all year, you know, right now it's middle of December. I'm doing some prepay stuff. I'm helping guys. I don't really expect my phone to ring on a Saturday or Sunday right now, but I can tell you as soon as April 1st rolls around, my phone will be ringing off the hook on Saturdays and Sundays. Retail is somewhat moved from when I was first coming up. And another old guy rant, I guess, is that when I worked, it was this expectation. You work seven days a week. Uh, we always worked at least Saturdays in April. And then once planning started, it was seven days a week unless it was raining or something really bad happened or what. But if guys were in the field, we were in the field. And that's always been my motto with my customers. If you're in the field, I'm in the field. And, you know, I very rarely break that, but weddings and funerals might happen. But regardless, when my guys are in the field, I'm in the field. And I think that's an expectation in ag. Um, things seem to be changing. Equipment dealers aren't quite open seven days a week. Uh, grain locations seem to be closing earlier and earlier every year. Um, a lot of these things have seemed to... I, I honestly, I, I saw a fertilizer spreader for a co-op park this spring and I, 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 I was dumbfounded at four thirty or five o'clock in the afternoon, middle of busy season, they parked it and went home for the night. So it's just, it's weird. And I, I really think that if you're unwilling to work weekends, um, and you're unwilling to do the job of the people below you or learn the job of the people below you, because honestly, um, you know, I, I worked with a, a guy that was fairly high up in management at a, a large ag retailer. And his first ter 10 years of his career, so the guy has a doctorate, right? First 10 years of his career, he did the job that I was in when I first started for 10 years with a doctor's degree, moved up, and eventually became the head of agronomy. And, you know, I think if you came out of college right now with a doctor's degree in agronomy, they're not going to put you in a, you know, an early sales role where you learn all these things. You drive tender trucks, you get dirty, getting yelled at by customers all the time. That stuff just isn't going to happen anymore. If you come out of school with an advanced degree, they're going to throw you in a little bit more cushy job and they're going to give you a nice truck and a nice place to live. Not necessarily they're going to buy the house for you, but you can kind of pick where you want to go. And it's kind of dis disheartening a little bit to um, kind of watching some of that happen and not discrediting advanced degrees. I think 
a lot of the people I work with, with masters and PhDs, great people. Um, they totally deserve what they get. Now, some of those people, let's say they come out of school and they're totally unwilling to get dirty. They just want to work in management their entire career. A little bit different scenario. Um, agriculture is just totally different in a lot of different industries. We, we always say that we reward hard work and that's my customers work really hard. Uh, I try to work as hard as they do, but I can almost guarantee you that it's never going to happen because they'll tell you. Um, <laughs> I mean, they'll they'll just tell you they work harder than everybody else. So that's just the way it is. But anyway, um, it's just, it always seems to happen that um, we get all these younger guys and it's difficult to get a hold of them. You know, it, it's difficult to get them to work on weekends, you know, um, it's just a struggle and trying to get them to understand my role or my job as I've come up through uh, agronomy, as I've gotten older and people have gotten younger, it's still weird. Um, it's just been a totally different ball game. And I guess I'm not entirely sure <laughs> recording this episode other than it was just an old guy rant, but um, I'm not even that old. I, I get, I got called young person the other day at the store. So, um, Anyway, it, it's just, I guess my advice is if you're going to go out of your way to try to train people and, and work with people and set deadlines, whatever it is, um, I really think you should be more than willing to try to understand the roles below you, the, the people that you're working with. Um, same thing with me, you know, if I'm not unwilling to run a tractor, grain car, combine, uh, planted corn, done tillage, you know, I've done all the things, you know, I'm not above getting in a piece of equipment, helping people work on things become just because, you know, and I, I guess I, I greatly respect the people in management. When I see a CEO or, or a management level employee willing to set down what they do and help somebody and, and actually get their hands dirty or they don't even have to get dirty and essentially help um, by working, you know, doing something that isn't entirely their responsibility, but working hand in hand with their employees. I, I think to me, that's always been a really good story to watch. And for me, when I was in management, that was the thing, you know, I never had a day where I was just like, I'm above this. I don't have to do that. You know, I, I guess there's days where I struggled, where I went above and beyond and did something. And it was because no one below me would do it. And that was a struggle. Um, and to me, that is almost unacceptable because as being someone in management, if somebody below you is deciding not to do that, that's, uh, it's not fun, but regardless ending on guy or old guy rant here. But, uh, like I said, it's more of an advice for, I guess, younger people starting out in the business and even for older people <laughs> trying to, trying to deal with some of the shiny shoes syndromes and, and, and trying to deal with some of these younger guys. Um, you know, it's just. I guess coming out of college, I was always told I looked and acted much older than I was. I uh, definitely don't feel older than I was. Um, now I'm starting to feel like my actual age, maybe a little bit more, but uh, I guess it's just been weird. And it, it's um, it's different working in agriculture now than it was even 10, 12 years ago. Um, and it's great seeing more women involved. Uh, it's great seeing some younger people involved. Uh, it's great seeing people that are coming from different backgrounds working in agriculture. But at the same point, um, you know, if you are someone who is starting to do this, 
I mean, my, my management advice is always be willing to do something that you're willing to tell somebody to do. And it, it's just, I think it's a morale boost for employees. Uh, it's something that makes things work a lot easier and people really respect you. So anyway, I'll end it there and I'll catch you next time.